0: Hello, darling. How have you been? It's been a long time sorry, little Conway Twitty there for you. What a great name, Conway Twitty. I mean how I mean Conway Twitty? I used to use a name all the time Lud Suggins. That was my name Lud. When I first started, I was a I was a radio caller. And I used to call people up on radio shows. And they, th- this was in the old days. This was, you know, early. And they didn't have a lot of people on. I mean, they did, but but there was nobody, there was no, yeah, I don't know, nobody was really interesting. So I would create these people in my own world. And I had this fellow whose name was Ludd, and he talked like that. He sounded like an old man, like he was just punched in the stomach. And uh, wouldn't say anything. <clears throat> just, I mean, would, would would say things, but wouldn't say anything. There'd be a, some terrible event. They were talking about some crime or something that happened, and Ludd would call, and not not me, but Ludd would say, you know, these guys who... Think it's a good idea to bother those people who are innocent and never had. Never mind, you know, just was going, you say, where are we going with this? Where are we going with this? And I loved it. And I was wondering, and as soon as I would hear they were trying to get off the call, I would say, and you know, the most important thing, which I forgot to say. And then, the, okay. And I go right back to it again. They don't really have talk radio calls anymore. They, don't, they just don't have those. They, they, do you remember this? They were wonderful. I don't know what made me think of this, but I thoroughly loved it. I loved it more than you could imagine. I always had three rules to call up for callers, local. First, be the first call. First one. Because there's something, some people really need the call. Some talk radio shows always have to have guests. i got to have a guest on. Why? I don't know, i just got to have a guest. Why do you want to have a guest on? Rush Limbaugh never had a guest. Yeah, but that's Rush Limbaugh. And if you want to be Rush Limbaugh, you, you, you know, you can do it. It's like, but, well, how do you think you become Rush Limbaugh? It was the weirdest thing because I, I, I could tell you all this stuff because you always had program directors who were idiots. You didn't know what they we were talking about. Who came from a world of, I don't know what, living in a world of make-believe, Angie Baby, in any event. So another one was they would have these incredible... So Anyway, go, go, going back. Be the first caller almost forgot. Number two, never, ever talk about the subject. And number three, when at all possible, insult the family of the host. Just say something that really angers him. So that from, from the, he's got three hours to go, he's upset from the, <laughs> this was, honey, would you do me a favor and get me my, my coffee cup, a special cup? I used to love this more than anything because I knew how these people worked. It was a, it was wonderful. I don't know if you had them in your town. You had your own local talk radio. But we did. It was wonderful. I loved it tremendously. I thought they were great. They, they were, and we need local. That's one thing you need to do. There was a dating show, I would call up. Oh, my God. Oh my God. It was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. And I called up a guy named Delma from Dover. I can't tell you what I said because it was a little bit more risque, but it was a dating. <laughs> and I I whatever there would be, a, this is terrible. An older woman said, Well, I like tapioca and shuffleboard. That's it. I'm in. They were, they were wonderful wonderful guest. I was on one time as a guest, Omar Garcia. My friend Jack Harris was doing a show on Paradise 93.3 FM, Paradise. And I was an astrologer, Omar Garcia. And I would ask people, when were they born? He goes, uh, January 5th. Ah, Virgo. No. Oh, yes, it is. Well, that's the sun sign, but the moon. And I will give him the wrong Capricorn? No, I'm Libra. No, no. And I would. <laughs> are you planning a major surgery? No. Are you sure? It was terrible. Why did I do this? Because people called. The oh, like this. The phone lines are going crazy. There's six. There's six lines. Maybe three in one county, three in there, and that was it. That's, that's all. But they said the phone lines are going crazy. No, it's just six lines. You got six people in this area. Those were wonderful days. Oh my god, my favorite used to be weekend shows. Thank you, darling. My favorite were weekend shows. They had this one guy. He was <coughs> this guy, the electronics doctor. He would talk. He 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 pushed. This was so bad. He 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 would sell this. Because weekend shows are the best, colon blow, real estate, they're always the worst. Hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so with Dermatology Today, Cardiology Today, Lower GI Today, Real Estate Today, How to Make Money Today. It's this throwaway weekend stuff, which is horrible. Who listens to this? They pay for it, barter and trade, sure, we'll do it. Hi, we're going to talk about uh, cosmetic surgery. Uh, why do I want to talk about cosmetic surgery? Why? Who's calling cosmetic surgery on a radio show? Yeah, listen, do you do a blephar- blepharoplasty? Yes. Okay. Ha. There, we, there used to be a, ra- a, 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 a lawyer show. Poor guy died recently. But we would ask him the most arcane. Okay. A will is devised to A, for the lifetime until the age of 21 and then to b and if b doesn't marry then to c does this violate the rule against perpetuities and the rule in shelley's case like what you know who what who is this and we i mean it was wonderful they don't do that anymore and now there is no more talk radio the way the way that i would do it but i digress i digress my friends as you know tonight i am preparing Well, not really preparing, but I'm going to be at the cutting room in New York City. Doors open at 6, hit the stage at 7. I've got a song that I wrote, just wrote it, with the best lyrics I think I've ever had that I I can't sing for you here. It would be inappropriate. Not that it's dirty. Not that it's blue. No, 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 no. It just would be inappropriate. But it's a killer. And it's the only time... It's the only time when you have somebody who is on stage, who is asking, who is entreating, who is who is basically asking for uh, uh, people from the audience to to whatever to participate. Anyway, enough with that. I gotta tell you this story before I forget. So anyway, by, by the way, tickets are still available. See you tonight. I you know, Today's day of the show, so see you tonight. Buy them at the door. Too late. Let's see if they work. Buy them at the door. I'll be there tonight. And we're going to have a, a cadre, a wonderful group of our dear friends from FDNY, police, fire, first responders. It's a great, great group of people. Now, in any event, I was going to tell you something that happened yesterday. Mrs. Ellen and I were tooling about driving in my Yugo. It's a stretch. And as we're driving, there was this woman to my right. Have you noticed, maybe you would know the name of this. I don't know what it's called, but it's a hair treatment. It looks like either a cross between oily and wet. Like the, either they just got out of the shower, but it's oily. It looks like um, like Vitalis. You can see it's weird. Some women have it, some people don't. It's wet and it's... In like ring, I don't know what. The woman was driving. So as she was, as she kind of veered over, I honked the horn to let her know, hey, I'm here, because she didn't have that blind, a uh, driver's blind spot assist, which, by the way, is the greatest invention of all time. Of all time. The little thing on your rear view mirror. The Yugo doesn't have that, but, you know. So, But I realized it's very good. But anyway, she didn't have this, so I didn't think she saw that she was veering over into my lane. And when you're driving a classic vehicle like mine, you want to make sure nobody hits it. So I just honked. Not, not a bad honk. She proceeded to give me the half a peace sign, repeatedly shaking it with an anger and a look of death that she wanted to do serious bodily harm to me. Now my question is simply this. I know we've always had we've had road rage to an extent. I know there have been cases since the beginning of time. we've probably had wagon rage and we had a, a variety of things as well. I understand that. I recognize that. Yes, we've probably had these, these these events that have occurred, but the question that I have is simply this: what exactly? What exactly? Do you think, this is important, what exactly do you think brings it on as much today? What is wrong with us today? And I'd like to bring this, I'm, I'm very, very serious about this. What do you think is the reason for this? What are the reasons for people getting so angry, so fast, so quickly, so... Incredibly furious! The 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 fury. What pray tell? Do you believe is the cause of this? How does somebody show this amount of anger this quickly? And all I did was honk to prevent her from maybe I don't know veering in, seeing me, not seeing me, dear. God something is wrong it stuck with me all day it really did it stuck with me all day i never saw anything like it i never i i, I could not believe what i was seeing i could not believe what i was seeing and i could not believe if, if, if this is even possible, I could not believe that, that what was happening was happening. What is that? Do you believe that there are some times when certain behaviors are exhibited that become, I guess, maybe contagious, not because of any particular reason, but because of a collective anger? Is society angry today what is the matter with us what happened what happened to us I understand there were there's always been anger to an extent I've really got to ask myself this question and I do not understand what is it that makes people like this sometimes things happen I was wondering the other day about the history of the clap not Cat clap. But the history of, of applause. How did this happen? I think it may be pounding feet or something. But how, how did this? What? What is it? So next thing you know, somebody said, Okay. Is this a, almost a form of that? Is this some kind of a synchronized, I don't know what this is? I don't understand. Because as you know, what I do more than anything else, what I enjoy doing is I love seeing how things work. And I love seeing how things are... I love seeing how things... I love seeing how things manifest themselves. And I love seeing the collective society of something. I want to also bring something to your attention which I saw, which I'm very concerned about as well. I see a lot of ads here for gambling apps. Uh, different things you can, could, you, could, you know, gamble in. Uh, you know, various, I don't know what the word is, various, you know, slot machines and you don't have to go... Up to, okay. Gambling, of course, should be legal. Of course it should be legal. Or just because something is legal doesn't mean it's good for you. Do you have any idea, speaking of collective problems, do you have any idea of what will happen ultimately when people find themselves in the position where they are able to gamble for the first time, and something snaps. Something in them, and they say, yeah. I don't want to ask people questions. I don't want to ask you. You you never have to ask. I don't want people to embarrass themselves. I'm not trying to do that. But do you know anyone? Have you ever been around a compulsive gambler? I said this one time in passing. I would rather be a heroin addict than a than a gambling addict. And they looked at me and they said, you're crazy. I said, no, because there are functional... Heroin addiction is horrible. But there are functioning addicts. But when you are involved in this form of either addiction or compulsion or compulsive behavior, there is nothing that can compare to it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you any references to what I'm saying. Do you know anybody? Have you ever been around that before? Do you yourself? And I'm not asking. I'm not asking. People use the term degenerate gambler. That is a that's a street term, I think. It's a pejorative. But the idea there are some gamblers who are bad. There are some gamblers who are compulsive some who are addictive some some there's a variety of things i'm sure there are alcoholics and i'm sure there are people who are just big drinkers and i'm sure there are people who can stop but don't and i'm sure there's also a wide range but i see this all the time and i have i have argued with this with people is an addiction something that is a physical trait that causes you to go through physical withdrawal if you stop? Is that the only kind of addiction? Is it really a, a compulsion? Is it a behavior? I'm not qualified, obviously, to answer that. I'm not an expert in this. I don't think you need to go through physical withdrawals. But if you cannot stop doing something, if you cannot stop, I think that's indicative of something that, for, for, for lack of a better word, must be addressed must be must be at some point addressed i don't know how else to say it i don't know how else to do it i i i don't know how best to say it but what i'm saying is we have we are going to see a new and by the way by the way let me just say something to be fair the same thing goes for bitcoin or crypto trading or day trading or anything else for that matter There are people who always, irrespective of the particular stimulus, will sometimes uh, have problems and the like. So it's not anything in particular. But I I am seeing this, and I have never seen such on the billboard, such, come on, do it. Fantasy football, great. I've seen... Oh, and by the way, you know, last night one point was it three billion dollars. We have a winner, I believe, in Maine. And I love this story. And I have this, these cards that I will buy every week. I go to my favorite uh, store. I have a Yemeni friend of mine who runs it. And I get my, say, buy these, like four or five, just to have them. And I've it's kind of fun. And then I forget they put them down and I forget them and then I look and I, I said, "Oh. The the drawing was last week. I don't check numbers and all of that stuff. But it's fun. I think it's I don't mind doing it. But when I'm in the store and I see these people with this, give me like give me 253421516 oh my God, And or the scratch-off, have you, have you seen this? Have you seen the flurry? And they are so good at the scratch-off, they can do it almost in one swipe. They know how to compress the card, use the quarter, and swipe using the curvature, oh my God. So I love this idea, I love this idea of just just the, the uh, physical manifestations road rage uh, gambling in every radio uh, TV station there's always somebody who sends some poor guy out in a truck to go to some establishment and say what would you do if you won this ma what if you won a billion dollars what would you do what would- and they always ask the question? Is there a rule that says you have to show up and you have to claim it? In the old days, there was something where you had to show up and get the money and stand with a cardboard check. And, and I'm wondering, can you wear glasses? Can you wear a mask? Can you, you know, must you use your real name uh, for security? Because you know you're going to be hit with every kind of charity, every tragic case. You probably would have to move to a different country people would, and you always hear these stories, they lost it all. They lost it all. All of these people were lottery winners, and now they're living in complete and total destitution, a life of crime and twisted dreams. Okay, fine. You never hear about those people who say, no, we did quite well. You know, put the money away, invested it, doing great, we're done, we're having fun, we're... You never hear about that because there's no story in that. And by the way, this goes back in a weird way, in a weird way to what I started off initially, by why the media and talk radio and others have missed the boat. Did you see where CNN headquarters are now doing some changes and revamping? Do not be surprised if the landscape, if the real estate of media in the immediate future is something that absolutely confounds you to no end. Now, very quickly, let me say something right now about our dear friends at MyPillow, MyPillow, MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, eight hundred six four five forty nine sixty five. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, if there is anything that is involved in any way regarding sleeping or slumber, go to MyPillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you receive a free gift. Yes, I understand. It is tautological. It doesn't matter. But they've got the biggest bed sheet sale ever. They've got the percale sheet sales, the overstock sales. My Slippers, by the way, happens to be one of their most popular uh, products of them all and of course there are mattresses and blankets and, and sleep systems and mattress toppers and down blankets and every conceivable aspect every every accoutrement that one could use for sleeping is there with our dear friends at mypillow.com promo code Lionel please say hello and visit them so so critical I also have been reading. I think, as most of us, uh, the tragedy of Lisa Marie Presley. I don't know. I don't know if we ever know the truth. If we're entitled to the truth, I don't know if this is something that uh, some stories just intrigue me. That story intrigues me. Uh, where is her money? There's a lot of backstories as to where that came from, how she took the hundred million dollar. Uh, Invest, or not investment, but uh, inheritance and what happened. Uh, There's all kinds of uh, various thoughts about that. Her own particular tragedies, her own families. I also find, and I know some of my friends don't, the Harry and Meghan and Wills and Kate and royal family uh, kerfuffle. Beyond fascinating because I don't know what to believe, but I have been following the idea of and the notion of the royal family since I can remember. It is one of the most interesting stories, these incredible internecine battles, these intrafamilial squabbles. And again, how much of this is known, how much of this is contrived, how much is part of it. I do not believe that Charles... Uh, whom I, I like when people say this, I like him. I like Camilla. I've never met them. I don't know who they are, but I think I like Camilla more now than I ever did. Again, what do I know? I don't know who these people are. And I think Chuck, I think he's kind of realizing, you know what? This is my time. He has been waiting to be king. And the coronation, we're still waiting for the coronation. And what's going to happen with that, I, I, I can't get enough of that. That's why the British press is so fascinating to me. I love this. And I love to hear, especially when you understand the history of what these people are all about. I know many of us love to say, ah, we don't care, we don't care. But you know what? It's, it's interesting. Let me ask you something. Do you have something that you find interesting that you do not know why you find interesting? I had the hardest time explaining to people in the old days, and maybe now. I don't think they understand it. Why professional wrestling of the 60s and 70s, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It, it was better than anything I could even imagine. And, and I tried to tell people this, and I said, do you understand why this is so great? And they said, well, not really. I said, well, it's, it's, it's bigger than anything you could possibly imagine. It was incredible. And and they, and they say, don't you don't you get how that works? I remember one time years ago, I knew a person who was involved in, of all things, a barbershop quartet. I thought, is it that big? Is it that big? And I looked at the magazines, the sweet Adelines, and they were all over the world, and they would meet for these conventions. I had no earthly idea. None. Then there were people who were into garage sales and yard sales and flea markets. There's a whole culture as to that. Then I got into carnivals. I love to go to carnivals. You don't know how much I love to go to carnival. And I love to watch not the not not not, not the midway, but the people. That life. The people who travel from Carnival to Carnival. I would love to go to the huge state fairs and watch the a World concession guys. The Carney people. Do you know the story between Carneys and professional wrestling? To speak Carney, Kiazarni, miazark Shiazut, that way of have you are you familiar with that? When you in the in the old days, when you would meet somebody who was involved in the world of professional wrestling, and you understood the concept of kayfabe, there was a there was a there was a a language that stems from carnivals and the carny atmosphere. A mark, a Mizark If I'm meeting somebody, it's like it's like the, in the mob uses. He's a friend of mine, a friend of ours. A friend of mine means be careful. He's not a friend of ours. He's not connected. He'd be a mark. Be a Mizark and he would, that, that's, and Kiyosarni is that language. And said that's to let you know, watch what you say. Don't say anything. This is when they hid and they used to hide the secrets of this. It was phenomenal. Absolutely most incredible thing in the world. The, the way a, a baby face and a heel could never be seen together. I know in some territories, I believe one time in Tampa, there was a story of Eddie Graham, who was a promoter, who found out that two, that a baby face and a heel were at a party together. And people saw this. And that broke. That violated kayfabe. And they were gone. Gone. It was that serious. When years ago, when the Iron Sheik, I believe and was it, who was a Hacksaw Jim Duggan? They might have had a little bit of a problem, I think, in New Jersey. What bothered people the most, what bothered Vince and others the most, wasn't any kind of alleged putative criminal activity, but the fact that you you had a, a face and a heel traveling together—why would they be doing that? You're breaking kayfabe. You're breaking the rule. This was an angle. You don't do this. They never, ever did this. You 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 don't do. It was fascinating. Most and it was so secret. Nobody ever talked about it. Nobody ever even even remotely knew about this. I remember one time one of my best buddies ever, ever, was Bobby Heenan, Bobby the Brain. We were in New York years ago, and we're walking, we were actually at the going to the Palm, and somebody came up to him, and he was a heel at the time. And he wasn't overtly rude, but he kept up the heel. And I thought, wow, that was, he goes, you don't understand. I saw it. And they would have been disappointed if all of a sudden this person it's the most beautiful story anybody's ever told. Imagine Brad Pitt being uh, Aldo whatever, Aldo Bogni, great wrestler, but Aldo whatever his name was, in uh, *Inglorious Bastards. Imagine if he did this in real life. There was nothing like it. I could talk about that forever. In the old days of professional wrestling, carnivals, Itinerant carnival people, people who've been with the Great American Midway, people who've worked the tilt-a-whirl concession, people who use the games. Have you ever seen the games where there you can't win them? Where there, it's just I, I could spend so much time. One of these days, remember, I'm telling you this. Rodeos are going to be the biggest thing. Specifically, bull riding. Bull riding is going to be bigger than anybody, anything, anybody has ever seen. That is that. I cannot say it enough, and I cannot possibly put into words how critical that is. You think I'm kidding? People don't understand this. I find it fascinating. Let me stop right now and say another dear, dear friend of ours, a sponsor of ours, I want to bring this is my Patriot Supply. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, my Patriot Supply has something for you which was which is so important and so critical. And so necessary for you to know about. Let me explain very, very specifically right now. My Patriot Supply is offering you two hundred and fifty dollars off of their three month emergency food kits, which is the minimum your family should have. And this kit provides delicious, toothsome viands and victuals, and easy to make breakfasts and lunches and dinners, drinks and snacks for one person for three solid months. Get one for each member of your family. While you're able to save $250 during this timely sale. I put up a link in the live section and in the regular section you can see where you can go to preparewithlionel.com. You've got these three month kits are in stock and ready to go right now. They're shipped fast and free and they arrive in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Preparewithlionel.com. You understand what I'm saying? Preparewithlionel.com. That's where you should go for them. Again, for this, it's so simple. Just click the information, preparewithlionel.com. And thousands and thousands of people know what's coming, know how to prepare, and they're using today to prepare. The question is, are you? Preparewithlionel.com. As I said to you before, I'm ready for tonight. I wrote, again, a song, which is just so perfect. It's a beautiful Diddy and G. It's a country music... Um, I think it's more of a country... It's, it's got some blue, bluegrass twang uh, to it. By the way, the hottest person in bluegrass right now is Billy Strings. Just want to let you know. Along with Molly Tuttle. And the incredible... Uh, I shouldn't say women guitarists, because that I think that's... That's to Say, well, she's a woman guitarist. No, she's a great guitarist, period. But there is a, such a proliferation due to uh, YouTube and various digital platforms for people to know this. But Billy Strings, Dustin the Baggy, that is the guy. That is the guy. Ronald notes, I don't like bull riders uh, who wear helmets. You know what? I've got to tell you something. And there was something to be said for that. I agree with you. There's something almost, there's something, I understand that the, the, and also all type of flak jackets. And when you had Larry Mahan, when you had, uh, what's his name? JD, uh, JD, oh, what is his name? JD Manis or something. He's excellent. Do you know? What country produces the preeminent bull riders today? Where are the best bull riders in the world? They, they're they here. They They perform in this country. But where are they from, I ask you? Where are they from? What country? And they have been an absolute... They've, they've taken the 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 uh, the sport by storm and it is a sport what is the country I'm waiting there's a bit of a lag so when I ask this question what is the country it's not the United States though we have the best certainly but all of a sudden out of nowhere where is it what is the country I'm waiting and Mexico no good game. Argentina, no. Brazil. Brazil. The Brazilian, look at this, the Brazilian bull riders. Why, how this happens? They have, how many Brazilians have won the PBR? In the 28 years since the PBR was launched, seven different Brazilians have won 12 world championships. The Brazilian dominance of the American professional, they they are, it it, it is, (laughs) who knew where this came from? Their dedication to this, it's fascinating. I'm telling you. And anytime I can see something that is new, uh, and, 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 and you know what, there are some concerns that maybe, eh, Maybe this might be something which is demeaning or treacherous of the animals. I don't know. I'm not one to to tell. I'm not sure about that. Uh Peter, I don't think would be too fond of it, but what are you going to do? I think I would have a problem with bull fighting. Uh, i I don't think I would particularly care for that. But bull riding and how they, they i mean you you can prepare all you want, but each bull and it's it's something else. My friend, today's theory, today's theme is to be curious. Curious about everything. And if there's something that you're not sure about, make it a point to go check it out. If a bunch of people are doing something, whatever it is, I don't care. Anytime groups of people meet, whether it's for certain things I I have no interest in, football, I, I just cannot. I have no interest in, in seeing any kind of spectator sports that are available today other than the ones I've mentioned. But find out why people like it and enjoy yourself. Imbue yourself in this. You'll always find something interesting about this. But I got to tell you something. I mentioned this before, and I'll say it again. State fairs, don't you love state fairs? The smell. The smell of the grease. I'm not going to eat this, but I love to smell the grease. There is It is a way of saying, we're going to eat food that you would never eat in any walk of life. And we're going to take butter and we're going to uh, batter it up and fry it. Fried butter, lard, uh, bat- deep fried Oreos, turkey legs, deep fried and you know it, it's it's just and how some somebody sits back and thinks about this I remember I, I watched a number of stories about the big um, state fairs and carnivals big state fairs and there's a company that makes chocolate chip cookies and they, they give them basically a bucket of these chocolate chip cookies and they make millions and who wants a bucket of I guess people do I find it fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Who has ever had a corn dog other than at a, you don't buy these anywhere, you don't see them except at a carnival. And how many people don't know the idea of pull the stick out, then eat it, not, you know, stabbing yourself with this stick. This is something which I find just, it is so quintessentially American. It is a complete beautiful admixture. This, this, this wonderful, not, not hoi polloi, but I just, I, I love it. I just, my observational bells and whistles go off and I could just sit there and just watch. I could just take it all in. I absorb it. I love it. All right, my friends. Listen, you have a great and glorious day. Mrs. L and I are preparing. Again, if you're in, I want to see you tonight. Tickets are available at the door. Doors open at 6 p.m. at the cutting room. The link is right here on the top. I've pinned it. Make sure you see me. Come out and see it. And we're going to be, I'm telling you, when I, when I, 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 I I'm, I'm saying this not to be gratuitous, but it's true. There is nobody that I know of who actually combines, can combine actual pairing of, and it's not stand-up comedy, though it is funny. And you'll laugh for different particular reasons. But I, where, where you are the guest, where you have cards and answers and mics, and we, it's just not done. It's not done. All right, my friends, have a great and glorious day. Mrs. Ellen and I send you our love. Don't ever change me. mean that sincerely. And uh, as I always end with this valedictory, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta ta.